Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. There is nothing like a little fresh mountain air to get the creative juices going, to really make you want to take on the big questions that life hands you. So we're going to do some of that today, economy-wise. We're at the Aspen Ideas Festival this week. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Allianz, insuring more than 80 million customers worldwide and providing retirement solutions through its affiliated companies in the U.S., AllianzUSA.com. And by FreshBooks, an online invoicing service for freelancers and small businesses designed to help save time, look professional, and make invoicing easy. More at FreshBooks.com. From the Aspen Institute in Aspen, Colorado, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Good to have you with us on this Thursday, everybody. It's the last day of June day. And we are here in the Rocky Mountains this week for the Aspen Ideas Festival, a chance to take a break from the everyday rush of events and think, in the final analysis, about how to make things better. Before we get to that, though, the news of the day forces us to take a detour from the wide-open spaces and fresh air of Colorado. And remember our etymology, because it is in times of crisis that we realize our debt to the Greek language. The very word crisis is derived from the Greek. So too, drama, climax, pandemonium, chaos, and tragedy, all of which have come into play over the past few weeks as worries over Greek government debt have grown. Here, though, is another word of Greek origin, catharsis. And that seems to be the dominant mood in Berlin and Paris today because the parliament in Athens has finally approved an austerity package and with it, a way to avoid, again, from the Greek, catastrophe. From the European desk in London, Marketplace's Stephen Beard reports. Today's vote gives the go-ahead for tax hikes, budget cuts and privatizations. Without them, the European Union and the IMF would have denied Greece the next chunk of its bailout money. Jan Randolph of IHS Global Insight says Greece has staved off default and disaster, at least for now. The way now is clear for the release of the next lump of money, which will keep Greece afloat till about September. So we have a a short-term breathing space, basically, a sigh of relief for a few months until the next uh, possible cliffhanger. But another cliffhanger seems a certainty. 80% of the Greek public opposes the austerity package. So do the opposition parties. So, in fact, do most members of the ruling party. Holger Schmieding is with the German bank Berenberg. So in the implementation of what the Greek parliament has passed over the last two days lie still a few significant hurdles. Who, for example, will want to buy state-owned companies packed with hostile workers? And how do you raise more tax revenue in a country that seems allergic to paying tax? Eurozone economist Megan Green predicts another crisis soon. Come September, when the EU, the ECB and the IMF descend on Athens for their quarterly review of how Greece is doing on implementing all the terms of the bailout, they're going to have a very hard time coming up with positive things to say. And that'll mean more ultimatums in the fall, with Greece once again teetering on the brink. At least the politicians and the protesters can spend the rest of the summer on the beach. 
in London. I'm Stephen Beard for Marketplace. There are no second acts, it's been said, in American lives. But F. Scott Fitzgerald must not have known much about the American economy because one of the biggest economic second acts ever wraps up today. QE2, quantitative easing to the Federal Reserve's $600 billion economic rescue effort, is over and done with. Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith has that story from New York. Quantitative easing is pretty much a giant shopping spree for the Federal Reserve. The Fed buys bonds, mostly U.S. Treasury bonds. Basically, we're buying our own debt. Since QE2 started, the Fed has bought 85% of the T-bills the U.S. has issued. That pushes money into the economy, hopefully creating jobs and spurring growth. So, did it work? I think on balance, QE2 is a net positive for the economy. Economist Michelle Meyer with Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. That helped bring around a rally in the stock market that supports.